the blast from our past network. Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies. We put them on our list. We are on the BFOP network. And this is going to be a Patreon pick episode. Andy, a.k.a. Warchild. But uh, you know what? Before we get to that, let's meet the co-hosts. <laughs> Dustin. Hey. And John. Hello. <laughs> And uh, it's been a while. It's been like two weeks. Yeah, it's been uh, quite a while since we've done the podcast. A couple weeks. Couple weeks. It feels like forever. Yeah, we keep having these interruptions. Um, yeah, you know we have lives outside of podcasting, so shit happens. Well, yeah, we I don't do this. I had, for, the, I had the vid. I had the COVID for the, for the second for the time. One hundred people that listen to this podcast every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We do this for ourselves. <laughs> But why don't we do a little seek and destroy? Dustin, let's go with you. Holy shit. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Let me try to pick the, the highlights and the lowlights here okay. of some of the stuff. Now, we're recording this. This is out in November, but uh, still October when we've been recording. So I've still been watching horror movies, of course. Uh, I got I to destroy for you off the bat here. Halloween ends. The third part of the David Gordon Green Halloween <coughs> trilogy. Oh yeah, no Mike good. Myers. Trash. Holy fuck, it's terrible. It's so bad. <laughs> it's like unwatchable. I didn't like the previous movie, but it at least had like amazing kills in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is like, what the fuck am I even watching? Uh, not not great. Terrible. I give it one. I haven't seen one star. any of the. First I, one's I really like the 2018 great. one. Yeah, like the I like that one. I, that should have been a one and done. Should have ended right there. I enjoyed the second one, personally. Yeah, that one was divisive. A lot of people liked it. I did not like it. Did you say divisive? A eh? divisive, James. Did you say divisive or divisive? Divisive. I see. My vocabulary doesn't go that far. Mm. Mm. Sorry, <laughs> it doesn't go that far. <laughs> Uh, then I watched the movie, James, I think you watched this too, Slime City. Yeah, I watched it actually because um, occasionally I'm like, what should I watch? And I look at what you have watched. <laughs> so I, I did watch it. <laughs> uh, that was pretty fun. Just garbage, garbage, low rent to be trash. Um, that was, that was weird. It was a weird movie and like very wet. Very wet. Very wet. Um, let's say people living in a building and there's some weird like drink that they all soup stuff that they eat or drink or whatever yeah and then it makes them into weird slime monster things and like he has to kill somebody and then the slime stops yeah (laughs) i had fun with it it was it was pretty bad it was fun the last little bit was the best right all the yeah uh it gets pretty goopy yeah (laughs) Um, <laughs> I watched for the first time ever Disturbing Behavior 
Do you guys remember this 90s? Yeah, I really like that movie. Like with Katie Holmes and... Uh, yeah, it's really good. James Marsden. I ended up enjoying it. Uh, it was one I think I didn't watch at the time because I was kind of sick of those types of movies after Scream. There was like so many of those teen kind of pop horror movies they were doing. And I just kind of d- dismissed it as one of those. Nick Stahl has a fun part in it, too. It's nothing, like, original. It's pretty much like, Stepford Wives, but, like, about teenagers. Mm. Um, but it's fun. Um, I like this one. I also like... Um, the Faculty? Sh- the Faculty, yeah. yeah that's, that's the other one. Those are the two that kind of people mix up, I think. Those two are... They're both really good. I, I mean, I thought. Yeah, I had fun with it, for sure. Um, then I watched Pearl. The prequel to Ty West's X. So that's on my... I have it. I just haven't watched it. It's fucking great. I loved it. You liked it more than X? Uh, I liked it about the same, but it's a different... Definitely a different feel. I it's love like, uh, X. He's going for like a Wizard of Oz kind of feel in Pearl. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's fun. Uh, and Mia Goth is like unreal in it. It's like this huge monologue that's really good. Dave, they're creating one of the greatest, I think, horror trilogies possibly of all time yeah i'm, I'm psyched to see the <laughs> i mean next one. it's definitely one of the most ambitious yeah i can't believe he shot those like so i mean i guess he there's, shot them at the same time there's still one more there's coming. one more yeah um have you seen x james no i haven't seen it i feel you, like you'd like, like x. x yeah x it's just x yeah x. Uh, gonna give it to you x gonna give it to you i watched vhs 99 did not care for it. This is the latest VHS movie. Have you guys ever seen any of these, yes. these anthologies? I've seen the first and second one. Yeah, those are the best ones for sure. Second one I wasn't that hot on, but I yeah, the first I mean, one a lot. With anthologies, you always get like a mixed bag, right? Because each part is done by different persons, different story. But Speaking of Ty West. Yeah, he was involved with those ones, those early ones. This one, uh, they did a 94 one last year that had at least half was good. This one, I thought there was just like, there was one or two decent segments on this one out of like six it was it was pretty bad then i watched terrifier 2 which i think you also watched james i did watch <laughs> arguably the goriest movie i've ever watched i well is it gorier than the first one i think it is yeah well i haven't seen the first one. Oh, you never saw the first one no is know. is it gorier than like brain dead i think it's on par i mean it's a lot more Mean spirit and like serious tone to it to its gore than something like Brain Dead or Dead Alive. You know, I I watched it mostly. John kind of was saying like, "Hey, you should watch this." It's a gore or, horror movie. You know, it's a gory movie, and everyone seems to be talking about it. Like, guy at work was like, "Hey, have you seen this?" I'm like, "Okay, oh, I'm gonna watch it. Let's see how gory it is." And I watched it, and I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, it's very gory, but." I honestly laughed. Oh, and there's it, lots of funny stuff yeah. when it yeah. like gets that gory. It's not really, <laughs> it's not really like oh disgusting. It's like oh shit, like that's. <laughs> I don't know. There's some parts I thought were pretty gross. Really, the one with the he's got that girl kind of in the middle of the movie in her bedroom, and he's like scalping her and shit. I don't know. It got pretty gnarly. I thought. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is a movie that came out in theaters. Like, not only did it come out in theaters, it actually had such a like a good response in theaters. Yeah. They extended its run run and they expanded it into Canada last week. Right. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't seen the first one. So yeah, for some reason I thought you had watched it. It's it is on Tubi. The first one. No, I haven't. Um, but watching the second one, I'm like, okay, like I get the creepy clown thing. Like I don't really care to watch movies that have like creepy clowns. Cause I just don't, (laughs) 
I like I this one. I don't find though. it very. He, he's funny. Like he does weird, funny things. Like in the first movie, there's a scene where he's the, he's chasing like the final girl, and she kind of like squeezes through this door that's got a chain on it, and she's like falling over and getting away from him, and he can't reach her. So then he like sticks his arm out with his little horn, and he just like honks it at her a few times. I don't know. There's like funny little mannerisms that he do that, that crack me up. Like when he goes to like they go to like the spirit Halloween store in this one. Yeah, and he's just like doing stupid goofy shit he's got like the glasses on when she turns to look at him and he's um it can get a little like i don't know like edgelordy gothy whatever kind of shit some of this clown stuff like i didn't need that little clown girl and all that shit yeah the little clown girl i don't know why she's yeah in it um i don't know like yes it's very gory um but did i think it was like a good movie Uh, not really (laughs) Like I enjoyed it just because it was so Halloweeny. Like there's so much like the set pieces and all the places, locations they go and stuff. But it's not like it's high quality film. It's not high quality film, and the director is like a special effects guy, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think you might like the first one better. It's a lot shorter and more to the point, right? Um, But yeah, Uh, but I did like that quite a bit. Um, I mean, I still gave it like three stars. Yeah. Uh, I watched a Japanese movie called Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) This is like a one hour. It feels like a student film. Yeah. And it's just basically like somebody trying to make Evil Dead. Oh, okay. Japanese Evil Dead. Um, And it was pretty fun. I mean, it's very cheap. It's very much like somebody, some friends got together and tried to make a movie kind of thing. Yeah. If you saw it at like a... You know, like a student film festival, you'd be like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, and then the last two I'll mention, I watched Barbarian. Talk about that when I talk about it. Okay, I'll put that off. We'll hold off on Barbar- talking about Barbarian. Uh, and then I watched uh, Deadstream, which is a new movie on Shudder. This is uh, kind of like found footage, except you know now they, they do these like uh, live stream type horror movies. Like the guy is live streaming, so you're watching it like it's found footage stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a husband and wife team, uh, Joseph and Vanessa Winter, that made this. And the Joseph guy stars in it. He's like the guy who's supposed to be this YouTube or whatever personality. Um, this is so fucking funny. What's <laughs> this it movie? called? Deadstream. Uh, he goes to, he's like a guy who always does pranks and whatever shit, kind of like jackass stuff or stuff he's afraid of doing, but he makes himself do it. Right. So in this one, he's going to go into this supposedly haunted house out in the middle of nowhere and stay the night and he's filming it and he sets up cameras in every room and he's got his, his like iPad that he carries around so he can like check the different rooms, what's going on in them. Uh, and then, you know, you're seeing all the people's like comments streaming as he, and you know, saying all this shit that, and it, you know, it's really funny stuff. Like some of the stuff they're saying and, um, and he's so funny in it. I, like, <laughs> this guy was great. Uh, it's a horror comedy, but there's actually some kind of like spooky stuff that happens in it. But um, but mostly it's just funny and like really creative and shows like what you can do with not very much. Uh, they You can clearly see that they spent the most money on like the makeup and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's obviously not a high budget thing at all. So you're in one ro- location going through to a few rooms and you can make something like really super entertaining uh throughout so i really enjoyed that a lot actually that's cool yeah check out deadstream all right that's me all right well let's just go to john then well i have actually watched two movies uh one dr sleep 
Oh yeah, which I've never seen. I don't know why I picked it. I did though. Actually, and that's not true. I've watched three movies. Oh wow! Wow! Whoa! Uh, What's even I watched, happening? I watched Doctor Sleep. I'm sure Dustin, you've seen I've it. I've seen Doctor Sleep. I enjoyed it a lot, actually. I thought it was really good. Um, um, yeah, what's his face? He's always good. Uh, can't think of the directors now. Damn it! He did The House on Haunted Hill on Netflix, uh, and he's done a bunch of King adaptations. Mike Flanagan. Oh yeah, so he made he made Midnight Mass. Yeah, he did Midnight Mass. Yeah, yeah. He did Gerald's Game. Yeah. Um, I Oculus. Like, I like him a lot. Um, I liked it. I thought it was really good. It took me, oh, fuck, because of like kids and everything. It took like three watchings to actually finish it. Oh yeah. But I thought it was really good. I thought I really enjoyed it. Um, very different than The Shining. Puts The Shining in a whole different light, actually. Yeah, it's an interesting sequel because it's kind of like, it's an adaptation of a book, but it's it's a sequel to the movie and the book. But it's based, <laughs> but it, the sequel is based on the novel. Not the movie, yes, but and yet, it ties and yet at the in, same right? time he tries it to like tie it to the into first movie. the movie. Yeah, it's actually it. It I think it walks like a, a line that's actually really interesting, um, to to kind of like marry those two worlds. Yeah, um, especially since that King hates the movie so much, um, hates the movie. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. So, uh, and and there's also like so much about alcoholism and like, I mean, this is obviously like. I don't know. Is this like one of the most like personal Stephen King things? It feels. I think the first it, one, yeah, for it sure. It feels very personal. I mean, the book, the, the first book, book yeah. yeah. But anyway, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I watched, uh, I rewatched, I should say, uh, the remake of Fright Night. Oh yeah, that's a fun movie. It's a super fucking fun movie. I mean, the original is great. Um, I really enjoy it. But I just was like, I had access. It was just on. Yeah, uh, that's one of those remakes I really enjoy, actually. Uh, it's actually a really fun, I would say, beginners, not kids maybe, but like horror movie. It's yeah. like one that you'd be like, oh yeah, you want to like dip your toe into like horror movies? Like watch Fright Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's like not too crazy. It's got uh, Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin, which is like, wow, watching him was, and having just watched Green Room not that long ago, is like, wow, like he was really, he was really great. Yeah, that's a fun. That one's got a fun cast all together because Colin Farrell's in there and uh, David Tennant. Yeah, David Tennant is really funny as mm. like like playing off doing like the Roddy McDowell uh, role in that yeah. one. Yeah, but um, I love Colin. Like I've always been a pretty big Colin Farrell fan. I think mm. that like he kind of was like growing up, he kind of came on and became popular when I was like in my late teens, early twenties, and he was always kind of a joke. But I've always really liked him, and now yeah. in his like his later years, has he's finally starting to get the respect. He's oh, due. he's a fucking powerhouse. <laughs> yeah. But now, like he's every movie he does is like either indie gold, Oscar fodder. Like he's he's great. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so I really like him. Uh, the last thing I watched was Barbarian. Oh, which, okay, yeah, which you talked about, Dustin. I don't want to give too much away because it just came out on Disney yesterday for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the time you listen to this, it'll be far. James, have you heard of this movie? No. Uh, it's, I think it's one of the most surprising popular uh, indie horror movies, indie movies of the year, actually, theatrically. Mm-hmm. It's done really well. Um, it's a really fun Yeah, movie. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean... I liked that I didn't know a lot going into it, so I don't want to say too much if you know for James if he's going to watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. Um, 
but I, I thought that was the way to go in is not knowing very much about it. Yeah. So all I knew about it was, um, girl goes, woman goes to Airbnb, Airbnb, somebody's there. It's a scars guard. <laughs> it's a scars guard. Um, <laughs> And you don't know what happens, really. But you know that... I didn't even know that. Oh, I knew that. And I knew that there was, like, something under the house. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Okay, so I knew those things. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, I thought it was really fucking fun and really interesting. And the way the film is... uh, The way it's put together. Mm -hmm. um, It does some smart sort of resetting of itself yeah so you've got like the story and then you've got like a jump sideways almost yeah uh and then you've got a jump back and then a jump forward again it was i don't know yeah no that's that's actually probably too spoilery i shouldn't (laughs) even said that stuff but uh for a guy who doesn't actually give a shit about giving away spoilers (laughs) this was a really fun movie to watch i had a really good time um i really liked it i didn't i didn't love some things that happened at the end of the movie, but we'll leave that for a, yeah. another conversation. I would that. say that there's probably, yeah, it's not perfect, but it's definitely worth watching. Fun. It's a lot of fun. It's really fun. And then, um, what was that one graphic novel I, I read? I got two graphic novels. I've been reading these days, uh, a righteous thirst for violence, uh, Rick Remender. Uh, it's really great. It's fun. It's like, I don't want to give anything away about this. Is it a noir kind of thing? Kind of. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I'm reading the, the, uh, Amazon, like synopsis here, part, the professional part road to perdition. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's crime. I like crime shit. Uh, and the other thing I read was, um, the nice house on the lake, which right. is kind of like a horror, I don't know. I'm just started reading it, but I really enjoy it. So check those out. I got no. Uh, oh, and I finished the patient. Oh yeah, yeah. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> just eh. I mean, I'm not. I'm watch it. It's good. Like everybody in it is great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just. Yeah, I'm glad I watched it, but I'm not like gonna. And you watch them all. Oh, fuck the mole rules because <laughs> I watched the mole. Did too. you watch the mole? Okay, so what did you think of the mole? I thought the show was awesome. I was a little disappointed on who the mole was because it was like really, but it makes sense. But then I'm I thought, okay, most of the show is just them fucking each other over. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think so it's stupid. I think this show suffers a lot from coming out in. Like clumps, right? I wish it came out just every week. Yeah, I want that tension to build. I totally. want to like, I want to talk about it with people. Yeah, like instead, it just comes out like five episodes, three episodes, yeah. two episodes. See, it was already out like completely when I watched it. Yeah, so I just watched all of it. <laughs> yeah, I think that I don't know. I feel like you kind of lose a little bit of like that magic. When it comes out all at once. But my kids were totally into it too. So yeah, it's, it's super fun. Have you seen Dustin? No. You Do you guys know anything were, about it? Not very much. It's like the one where, um, one person is but, fake and the rest. Yeah. Of there's them like are, 10 yeah. people. One of them has been like tapped to be like the mole. So their job is to sabotage while everybody else's job is to achieve. And yeah. Cause it's all about you putting money in a pot and the moles trying to take money out of the pot. So whether the mole 
does things to try to sabotage right. a, you know. I wish so. that there was more of a, fi- a clear line of them being able to, like, figure out the mole. Yeah. Like, there should be a way where they can win, not win necessarily, but they can, like, achieve points by, like, figuring out who the mole is and then, like, you know, showing them to be the I, mole. I thought for sure it was one person. Like, for sure. And it ended up totally not being that. Anyway, so check out The Mole. Definitely. James, James what else you watch? Recommend. Okay, so I watched... Uh, I was digging into some Tubi, you know, after uh, Slime City. <laughs> uh, I watched some uh, Doom Asylum. Oh, yeah. I've never got around to that one. It's like a horror comedy, isn't it? It's like a horror comedy. It's really not great Homage at all. Um it has some kind of fun gore aspects, but uh, definitely goofy. Yeah. I mean, it's only 77 minutes, so. <laughs> it's a time well wasted. So it's a perfect length. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's perfect. I watched this uh, this other movie called The Suckling. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I've heard of that one, too, but another one I haven't seen. Yeah, you seen. told me about this. Okay, so this movie is kind of wacky as hell, because... The premise is these college, this college couple is going to an abortion, uh, an illegal abortion clinic that's also in a brothel. <laughs> okay. And the, the woman is like, I don't know if I want an abortion. And then the, the boyfriend's like, no, no, you got to get an abortion. So she gets like drugged. A the, real Herschel Walker. She gets drugged. And you meet kind of all these all these people while they're in like the waiting room, like the prostitutes and stuff. And, um, and they're sick as fuck. It's <laughs> got mad trip. And, and so she gets, she gets drugged, passes out the one lady who's like in charge of the house. Um, that's called the madam. She, she, uh, she does the abortion. John's she, got a lot of experience. He's going to yeah, fill us she in on takes, that. I'll fill you in with she, all the terminology. She takes the fetus and gives it to another woman. <laughs> And says, you know what to do. And she just proceeds to go to the toilet and flush it down the toilet. It goes down into the... I've been it to goes prom. Down into That's the sewer. where they go. It goes down into the sewer. And then it's like laying in the sewer and this toxic waste drips in from above <laughs> onto... And like it, a ninja turtle. It's a very different ninja turtle story. And it, and it like forms into like this like full adult size like creature. <laughs> I love it. And, You're selling this. I'm sold. And, and so what ends up happening is in this brothel, there's like this stuff around the house that has like locked all the doors. It's almost like the house is inside a womb. So it's like trapped everyone in. So this has subtext. And it's a smart movie. This Just, this, like, just like the <laughs> womb traps all your cum. <laughs> this fetus starts... Just killing people, left, right, and center, like mm-hmm. killing people, and it gets all the way to the end. Spoilers well, for he's giving away the spoilers whole thing here. for this. Okay, it gets all the way to the end, and the uh, mother, let's say, mm-hmm. she gets like knocked down to the ground, and then the fetus turns around and sees the mom from across the room, and gives this look to the mom. And then proceeds to run at the mum, but shrinking back down to a fetus, <laughs> and goes back into the womb. 
<laughs> Which is the best part. And then she uh, ends up going to watching this. She then she ends up going to uh like an insane asylum and these guards like take her out like they're they're gonna still going yeah they're gonna like rape her oh my god and so then the one guard starts like having sex with her and then this sounds horrible and then these like these tentacles come out and like wrap around his throat and kill him and that's like the end because they're both in there screaming, and then all the other like uh, patients are laughing at the door. <laughs> Sounds like a masterpiece. Lot Trust of, me, a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Yeah, a lot I mean, of subtext. I'm definitely selling it better than <laughs> than what it is. But uh, oh, they should have hired you because I'm I'm on board. It was it was surprising. <laughs> yeah, have you seen a picture of like? Yeah, yeah, no, it's on my watch list. I just haven't gotten to that one. Right. Um, so I don't know. Like I would say maybe check that one out. <laughs> if any of that sounds like it's up your alley. Yeah. Uh, I also watched um, the Adams Family cartoon from 2019. Oh, how's that? Yeah, it was all right. Kids really <laughs> liked it. Uh, watched the Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it as good as the Rob Zombie monsters? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I've, people have just been talking about uh, how terrible that is. The chances of it being better than that are probably oh, pretty, pretty oh, high. Okay. Yeah. Have you not seen a trailer for it? No. <laughs> oh my like god! It looks commercial. like the worst fucking piece of shit you've ever <laughs> oh, seen. Oh, okay. It looks like fu- like, like this guy's career should be over after this. It looks horrible. And by the way, stop putting your fucking wife in everything. She's actually terrible. She's a horrible oh, actress. Mm-hmm. And you have bad instincts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have very bad instincts. Uh, and then I watched The Terrifier 2, which we already talked about. And then I watched a movie from 1989 called Blades. Oh, I also watched Blades this month. <laughs> the lawnmower the Yeah, lawnmower the lawnmower movie. movie. And I'm like... It's like Jaws, except it's a lawnmower. <laughs> I, I was like reading the description. And I'm like, okay, okay. We're going to need a bigger yard i think there is a line in there about something like that there's a few like play off of jaws kind of lines so i would say 90 percent of the movie is just like boring as fuck i kind of had fun with it because it was so goofy and just like dumb like the characters just like hanging out on a golf course it's so dumb and then all of a sudden it takes like a hard right turn and then they get this guy to yeah, like, he's like the, he's like the he's like the he's guy like, from Jaws. So yeah, like the, the boat operator, yeah. and he has like a van that he's souped up with because he's after this. He's after this he's after mower this living giant lawnmower <laughs> that killed his dad or something. <laughs> it like uh. it's, and so <laughs> to entice the lawnmower to come out, they drop bales of hay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they're chumming the waters of a golf course to get the lawnmower <laughs> to come out. See, it was great. <laughs> I just uh, feel like uh, the tagline. Can you still make movies like this? Just when you thought it was safe to putt. Yeah. Is the <laughs> but like, can anybody make this a movie? Yeah. Why not? Well, let's just make a movie. I don't know. What, I don't think we're gonna come up with anything as good as Blades. Blades. You put me and James together. I mean, you put us in a you put us in a room for a couple hours. I feel like we can come out with something. So I would say the last like twenty five minutes 
I was like, where the fuck has this been the whole movie? <laughs> like, that's what I signed up for. But J- that's an, sorry. Well, James and I will come up with the concept and you can write it. We'll do punch up on it. <laughs> OK. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's that's about it. It's about all I watch. So. All right. So I guess let's get to the movie. This is a Patreon pick. Yeah. War Child. War Child picked Andy. this. So, uh, The Man from Nowhere, which is a 2010 film. I doubt there's a trailer, but let's see. You'll hear some home improvement music. A quiet pawn shop keeper with a violent past takes on a drug and organ trafficking ring in hoping of saving the child who is his only friend. So. <laughs> Sorry, James. Uh, are you a professional <laughs> reader? No, that I'm was, not. That was tight. Tweet. Uh, uh, yeah. Whose pick is this? Is it Andy's pick? Andy. Andy. Warchild. Hey, Warchild. Uh, I'd like to know a couple things. And I think that we need to add ask some questions before we pick make a picket from now on i didn't know he had this range though andy <laughs> yeah yeah andy it's going to the korean film I need, to, I need to know i need to know from now on we need to ask has the person who picked the movie seen it before he has seen it. when did they see it and why are they choosing it and it'd be good to know those things and going in what's their rating hmm that's true. That's a, we should that's know a all good of idea. those things. Those, those are good ideas. Get them Not on that the, we care, but... We should get Andy on the, we should get Andy like, on oh, the you horn liked it? right now. Too bad. It fucking sucks. <laughs> Is it on Tubi? No. Fuck off. <laughs> Not interested. Not interested. <laughs> Fuck you, Square. Not on the king of streaming services? I don't have time for this. No. Uh, so, yeah. Had any of us seen Never or seen heard of... Never seen or heard of this no, movie. No, didn't know anything about it. Yeah, I had not heard of it. Andy told me about it a little while back... Um, and I would be curious how he even came across it. Yeah, I guess he must have saw it on a streaming service or something somewhere. Uh, well, just ask him. Just text him. Andy, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, well, if you know him, you know that he doesn't necessarily respond to texts for hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Sounds like me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I had I hadn't heard of it before he brought it up to me. Um, but we've had some we've had some success with. Uh, Korean movies on the sh- on the show and like uh, I think Sam actually uh, had us watch that Deliver Us From Evil one a while back. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, so I was looking forward to it. Uh, it's certainly I think a uh, a lot of movies coming out of there have been so fucking good in the last like 10 15 years. Yeah, if you read reviews of this film, what year did this come out? 2002? 10. 10. 10? Yeah. So if you read the reviews of this, there's a lot of um like Korea might South Korea might be the best place for action movies with heart or action movies with like style and stuff like that. And I feel like a part of, I don't know if it, if it's, I don't think this movie is that new. It's not really very refreshing to me. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's we've, we've seen all these it's ideas so, before. It's, it's just very trite to me. It's very tropey, but I, it worked for me. But we'll get into that. Um, so yeah, so the yeah the basic idea is this guy. He lives in this building. He's got a weird little pawn shop thing. Uh, che Che Tae Sik, um, played by Wan Bin, and 
we see like a little bit of this relationship he has with the neighbor girl. I thought she was great. Um, she's got a terrible <laughs> living home situation. Her mom is like a drug addict and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get caught up in some shit. Uh, so John, I you, I'm surprised actually that your initial reaction is, uh, or I'm getting from you is like, uh, you didn't care for these tropes. We've seen some some of these tropes a lot of times. Okay, so here's the thing that I, I, it's like I was explaining this to a person at work today who has no concept of like what. A good movies? No, no, no. But like reality. No, they just don't. Um, they don't know the dumb shit that we know. Like they don't know girl. Is it girlfriend in a fridge? Oh yeah, yeah, right. Like they don't know like that trope. And I feel like this is pretty much like the high the child stuff. version of girlfriend in a fridge. Oh, I mean, we get both. We get the best of both worlds in that. In yeah, terms we of do. that in this movie. Well, she's not. He's not dating. Well, yeah, no, we no, do we get have, the dead we get wife. The, get the wife the the, the, the pregnant wife. And I just feel like every. <laughs> This isn't just about Asian films, but it seems to be particularly about Asian films when it comes to children. It's like there's always a fucking kid. There's always a person with a with no past. There's always a child. Well, the, and there seems to always be like some sort of trafficking of some kind. Yeah, there's always like this trafficking of like organs or like which is probably what's happening. Yeah, it might be, <laughs> or it, it might be, or it, these are things that people are concerned about that live, in or these they're just feeding off of like off of fears, like they do in every other. Like, well, sure, but usually those fears are it's based, all based on something. Like, are we going to say that there's no there's no child trafficking going on? I mean, maybe that's a big problem over there. We don't know. Yeah, I guess I just I think about it in the same way where I think of like. Obviously, everybody from the South isn't fucking a moron. But every time we watch a movie, there's a person from the South. And it, I feel like, uh, how do I put this? When we're making fun of, like, not making fun of, but we're, like, pointing out these, like, stereotypes of, like, people who look like us and, like, are in North America, it feels a little bit more palatable because I know the culture a bit more and it's like right, obviously right. not but when I watch these a lot of Asian films sometimes I feel a little bit like oh this feels a little uncomfortable to me because it always seems to be like these are the most evil fucking people in the world right and I feel like sometimes I feel a little uncomfortable in that well I mean I don't think that's you shouldn't feel that way <laughs> and I just I, I just feel like oh well like this isn't how I don't believe this is how people are but it just also I mean, like yes, but for re- the purposes of a revenge movie, no, no, no I totally get it. I was just trying like to. Exp- you want to see characters that you fucking loathe, and you want to see those people get killed. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I guess it was just like, of course, it's a kid again. Of course, it's a kid being mm-hmm. like, I don't know, the linchpin. Sure, and I, yes, I'm, is it is it an overused uh, trope? Uh, yeah, but it's one that always seems to work for me. Of course it does. Like, because it works because it works. You know, the whether we're talking use- about Last of Us or Logan or whatever. But the, the fuck, reason Shogun they use it assassin, you know. is because it obviously works because it like works on our base human sure. desire. It's effective. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm I, And I'm just trying to get that out of the way of being like, yeah, I feel a little uncomfortable with it because it's just always the same thing. Just like a lot of like... Um, I feel like a lot of Asian action films actually have a lot of people with mental disabilities in them, Mm. um, which I think is pretty positive, but they always show them as being like goofballs. Right. This this movie doesn't do that, but it just, yeah. These are the most evil fucking people, though. Yeah, these two brothers. These two brothers are fucking 
evil. They're just businessmen, John. <laughs> James is like straight going to capitalism. James is like. I mean, they're just trying to live the American dream. I mean, when we talk about these tropes, you can you can do them well or you can do them poorly. And I thought, like for me, the movie worked. Like. Uh, I thought there was enough there with the two of them at the beginning that well, it was like just, a cute little relationship thing that they had going. I think we've kind of, I've, I've jumped this ahead, so we haven't even explained what. Yeah, so like I say, so he's this pawn shop guy. We find out later he's like an ex military secret operative yeah, guy or whatever. He's got the special guy. set of skills, you know, that kind of thing. Um, the mom of this little girl has stolen a bunch of heroin from some, some drug dealers. And um, yeah, they're supposed to send it to China. Um, they they talk ex- uh, about how like the Chinese market is huge for yeah. drugs. Yeah, they go through and even say there's this many cocaine yeah, they users. Give specific there's numbers. this many marijuana users. <laughs> yeah. um, it's an untapped market. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it's, they they are very racist towards Chinese people in the film. Yeah, and I wasn't totally. Sh- clear to either i think the two brothers are supposed to be chinese right i think they're supposed to be chinese yeah um and they're like the bad guys they set up this one korean drug dealer to kind of take the fall for some of this stuff they're like at war with him and we we don't see like a lot of that but there's some stuff about with them on the phone and talking to each other um and then they end up using the pawn guy to like do this deal because he wants the kid back. They've kidnapped the kid. Yeah, and he's your stereotypical like man with no name. Yeah. doesn't doesn't talk, talk a lot. Yeah, uh, does his business. Doesn't get involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's cool as fuck, and then he cuts his hair. Oh yeah, like, he loses the anime hair, and then you're, like, out. you're, you're out. You're out at that point. Oh no, see that's not that's <laughs> not how on. I felt. Oh, you're like straight. Lace. No, he cut his hair, and I was like, this son of a bitch is gonna cut his hair and look like a fucking king and he does and he looks amazing looks like a king in both ways in the, bo- dude's, both the dude's so pretty yes he is very pretty he's so pretty and he kills fucking he kills bad guys like nobody's like it's he's pretty rad yeah i mean this one is an interesting way that they've laid it out like it definitely is one where it builds and builds to the to the final climactic moment it isn't like an action fest by any means. You're not getting tons of. Yeah, it yeah, definitely takes too long. That's why I was. <laughs> I was surprised, James, that like you liked it so much because I was like, oh, James is gonna be so bored with this. I was bored for a while. I'm like, okay, you know, I see what's going on, but like, can we get there already? <laughs> like that was. It kind is of, almost two hours long. It is. It yeah. is long. Um, I don't know. I didn't mind too much. I kind of liked like that. It was like a slow sort of build and then when you get to that payoff it's like very fucking big and like crazy and there's a lot of shit going on i also didn't understand a lot of some stuff like yeah. i didn't understand like there's the ending where like obviously this is going to be spoilers and we're jumping all over the place but at the end uh the one brother's got the eyeballs mm-hmm. right i did i miss a scene where yeah, they cut so- the eyeballs out yeah, so what uh, happened yeah, in the van. what happened in the van was the right hand man character, that trope is here in this as well, the crazy right hand man yeah. who's like the really good fighter. He cut out the doctor guy's eyes instead of the little girl's and gave the but gave the jar of eyes. You don't know that. You don't oh. know that until after, yeah. Because you see there's a scene where, where he, he the, he's about to yeah. cut her eyes out. 
yeah. and then it cuts. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then the next s- thing we know, we see the jar, the, the thing of eyeballs. So you're left to think that. Oh, okay, okay. So I just, yeah. I, I'm just dim. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't know. That stuff was really effective. And I was like, oh, wow. They fucking went there. Like before oh, we wow. knew, before we knew that, wow, <laughs> before we knew that, uh, that it wasn't her eyes. Like I was I, like, holy fuck. Well, I knew like, it wasn't her eyes though, because this is the same as with barbarian that we talked about earlier. Is that like, there's multiple times when you think people die, mm-hmm. but it's like you, if you don't see them die, they're not dead. Yeah, I yeah, mean, but I honestly thought that she was I dead, she and was I was be, like, "This is weird. Why that, would you play it this way?" I, yeah. did, I was like, "This is hardcore. Like, they, they fucking." I'm like, won. "Maybe this is how they do <laughs> yeah, it." But in you're Korea. right, and I do. I I did think that too. I was like, "Oh, maybe they did it," but then they they pulled it back, and that's why I was so confused. Right. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was thinking, oh, maybe she's not going to be dead, but she's going to be blind or whatever. Like Which, I, that would have been better, I think. <laughs> um, and he's going to like take care of her now that she's blind or some shit like that. I thought maybe they would only have like one eyeball in that canister so that she would have to have like a patch. Oh, yeah. Also would have been cool then, for a sequel. Then sequel, yeah. Yeah, then sequel. <laughs> they could Then in the sequel, she's a, he's trained her to be yeah, a fucking exactly. one-eyed killer. <laughs> in the end, though, he like leaves her, right? Well, he goes to jail, I think, at the end. He goes to jail? Yeah. yeah. They arrest him. So we have that's the other thing we haven't talked about is there's these cop he's, characters. He's out of there in like 15 minutes. <laughs> he's going to break out. These there's, cops suck. These cops, they're kind of funny though. Like They're pretty funny. They're Keystone cops. They're, there's, like the main, there's like the main there's cop. There's the main cop who's serious. Who's and then, serious. Then, and then, and then the other guy who's like a total goof. Yeah. <laughs> Tequila, none of them are. No. But the main guy is at least like a serious detective although he's like also kind of an asshole yeah like we have those scenes where for some reason he becomes just as obsessed with catching uh you know the hero of the movie as he is with catching these drug dealers but none of that after. makes any sense like why do they give a fuck yeah it's like i don't know it's one of those oh you can't you can't be a vigilante and come in on my case and like kill the people that i wanted to arrest <laughs> something like that well, i'm they, arresting them not not you you well i mean they don't know anything about him other than the fact that He's killing people, and he seems to be showing up. Yeah, but constantly. they find out a lot about him. They know yeah, that he's after. like he worked for the. So I, I also At first know, his file is locked or whatever. But he worked for the Americans. Uh, is no, that what they say? no, no. Oh no, he was. I, I for some reason I I misunderstood. No, no. So what they did is the file is locked, but then they come up with a way because in a previous investigation. There, they had to send info about yes somebody, and then the U.S. would unlock their file. Okay, I thought that that meant that yeah. he was American. They were doing it to try to get information that they weren't yeah. they didn't have access to. I thought it was that he was he went to America, was in the American military. No, no. Okay, fuck. I guess I'm. I South Korean military. Just, I mean, in the sequel, it'd be pretty easy. The military would show up and be like, "Yeah, no, this guy's coming out of jail." Like, <laughs> you can right. have, you can have. A, a, we need you. We, yeah. yeah, we've got a special. You got to work for us, though. <laughs> you, you could have an after, like after credit scene there, where he just like walks out of prison. That's and true. It, it wouldn't have made it. You could. It didn't have no explanation. It could just be him just being like walking out in his uniform and nobody noticing. And you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. And then he shows up at like Dom's barbecue and it's all about family. Yeah. <laughs> he joins the crew. Yeah. And then they go to space. This is a crossover. 
Okay, so that's the, a weird cross. <laughs> do you think that? Okay, so we always thought that like the Fast and the Furious going to space was going to be like the ultimate, right? But they barely went to space. Okay, but here's the thing, though. <laughs> okay, is that, like, let's get they, that clear. What they really need to do is they need to go to a different dimension. Oh shit! Yes. And they need to hold on And they need to meet each other. And some of them are half the the other dimension. They're cops. Oh. And they it's it's Dom v Dom. Ooh. Dom v Dom. Okay. You start stealing cars in the new dimension, and the cop Dom <laughs> has to stop the thief yeah, Dom. Yeah. Uh. Except for the cop Dom is actually a criminal. He's a dirty cop. He's a dirty cop, but he's dirty for the wrong reasons. Not for the family. Not for the family. <laughs> he, he doesn't give a fuck about no, the family. He, he kills. This guy killed his own he, family. No, he, family of one. He kills Paul Walker in the other dimension. Holy shit. Oh, shit. Because Paul Walker. Was on to him. Was on to him. Fucking like King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Like that shit. Right. Right. Oh, fuck. I also want to see Fast and the Furious under the sea. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Under the sea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, back to the man from nowhere. Okay, well, one more, one more though. What if it was Fast and the Furious, Furious in Time? <laughs> furious in Time. Yeah, and they went I back, love that they title. They went back in time. Like Gotta the Ninja Turtles. Time. I love it. I love it. I love all these ideas. Oh, no, they have to go back in time. Fucking when- buggy races? No, they have... <laughs> They're fucking Robin no. Chariots and shit? <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> like when Martin Lawrence went back in time? And then there's uh, like a Back to the Future night. 3 scene where they have to yeah. find a way to soup up their chariot so that it can go faster. <laughs> yeah, they get, have that have a NOS on their chariot. Fucking <laughs> NOS. I love this. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. Those cops, there's some funny shit with the cops. Uh, I don't know. That was the thing. Like, I liked the sort of like idiosyncratic performances and like little details of this movie like this is like we're talking about it's a story we've seen a lot of times you know man um man uh, Man on fire came to mind as well the denzel movie maybe i've been trying to be sober lately and maybe (laughs) my soberness has made me a curmudgeon (laughs) yeah what the fuck (laughs) no the movie's actually really good i I mean the movie's good it's just it's a little too long it's way too long and it just drags a little bit i mean Two hours is, is yeah. Is I mean, a good, you good you can sure. argue that yeah. I mean, we've seen this story before. It's very tropey in that way, but I don't know. It's like it's like all these foreign movies that we watch. I'm just like, whoa, this is this is refreshing. <laughs> yeah, it's well, like no, it's just the same thing. Well, it is, but there's <laughs> there's something different about the presentation of it, right? Like. Yeah, it's we're different getting, style. We're getting different locations than we normally get. We're getting different actors than we normally see on screen. We're getting different funny sort of... I love the anime hair. You know, like, they have different ways of That's doing things. That's just his hair, dude. No, it looks awesome. <laughs> racist James, piece of shit. James really loves his hair. I, I think it, he looks cool as fuck. Yeah, he looks he cool looks as fuck. Cool. He looks cool as shit when he's fucking cutting his own hair, too, with a razor blade. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, cut, 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 cut. And then he, like, shaves it, and he looks so dope. Yeah, but then uh-huh. he just looks like uh, I guess John Wick. Then, yeah, twink, twinky <laughs> Asian pre, John Wick. This is pre Wick. Um, I love I love the bad guys, the two brothers. I think they're fucking great. Yeah, like, they, they are great. They, they they both have like those faces you just want to like punch in. 
<laughs> like they're just the one guy, especially that he that he dispatches like in the drug den. The younger brother, the younger one. He's like well, just one of those characters where it's like, oh, this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we get some really cool shit with him going to the club, and he's like, because there's like this whole deal with the organ harvesting. I don't know. I thought that threw an extra fun spin on it like not fun but it's not the word maybe but like I love organ organ donors especially when you're using children for that shit fuck um can't wait i don't know it just like it it added a different dimension to the movie something else that was going on that was pretty fucked up definitely something different i mean we don't see like the they don't make movies in north america where they dive deep into organ trafficking so it's definitely an aspect that you don't really see yeah, so we have the scene where we see that we meet the like guy that takes the organs from five hundred. He like drugs that yeah, five hundred. He drugs the oh five hundred's the doctor guy. Doctor five hundred. Doctor five. The other guy though, the guy who like drugs the people and stuff. Like so he's at the, the club the, and he the drugs that girl. Guy. Oh. Oh no no. You're t- I'm okay. talking about the guy in the bathroom that Let's he, talk about the heavier guy that gets drug that uh that gets like into a fight at the very beginning with the cops. Oh yeah, like I think they call him like Rhino or something like that. Uh the big guy. Oh Teddy, they call him Teddy. Teddy. Uh, he gets in the fight with the cops and then like later we he goes to take care of our, our hero and he just like we don't even actually see it we just like see the window smash out and then it's like he's out uh, on the floor and that's when we meet the like right hand man crazy guy too because he comes in yeah he's badass he, yeah he's pretty badass he just shoots the guy the big guy on the floor because they're gonna have him like take the blame for all this stuff with the drugs and the murders uh, the the right hand guy is um, Thani Yong Wong Trakul. I'm probably saying that very wrong, so I apologize. Uh, I think he's maybe Thai or Indonesian. He's he's uh, but he's like a good right hand guy. He's got that like curved little blade. Yeah, he stuff. looks scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. These guys stare at you, and you're like, I'm gonna f- like I, I feel like I'm looking at a demon. And he's kind of fascinated by uh cha like right from the beginning but i, I love that idea because like i mean i'm just like, like riffing on this but like when you see that you're kind of being like oh like it's like a fucking it's like a wild animal looking at like another wild animal being like oh like i don't know what your game up- recognizes game yeah like i don't know what you're <laughs> hell yeah it does well like, i don't know what you're up to like this like, is who is this guy? Like, yeah. like mm-hmm. imagine like introducing like a polar bear and a lion. Like these two like, mm-hmm. things that have never seen each other being like, oh, I have to suss this out. Right. Like this is like, this is this fucking is intriguing. wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I like how you're like you're following him like on his own little path. There's a line later on where it's like, where's whatever his name is. And they're like, oh, he works better alone yeah ram rowan and they say something about how he's such a sick fuck and all this stuff um when in reality the brothers are the sickest fucks yeah the brothers i don't know i i loved them in this like um what's their name man siok and jong siok um they're both great i thought the you know the big boss brother the way he acts on the phone and stuff just like flipping out and everything uh i thought they did a great job um but yeah, so that's the whole thing when he first sees him, the, the right-hand guy, uh, Ram Rowan, he sees him and he's like, well, what's this guy's deal? Like, mm, he's interesting. He's He says to the guy, like, he didn't flinch when I fired the gun. Like, he noticed that. Like, so he knows there's something up with this guy. He's very interested in him. 
and then like all builds it, to like that fi- their final fight. What it takes for a villain to be like truly devious is them to just be like observant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, the other the brothers certainly aren't the observant types, right? Yeah, but like to jump back again to a movie that we watched, Barbarian. It's like Justin's long character <laughs> is like doing all sorts of shit where it's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> like, do you not see so, all of this? The measuring tape. <laughs> like you're like you're just, like, and I think that like in Barbarian, like it shows like you're a true, just a gigantic piece of shit narcissist. And same with these brothers, like mm-hmm. you notice nothing around you. Like you only notice like you yourself and like what you're going for. So like they don't even see what's coming for them. Like they're, it, it's almost like they're dead and they don't even like they have no concept of like how dead they are yet. Yeah. Well, and they've you know, they're people who are privileged and in power. So they're not afraid of some guy. They don't have any fear of him. They're just like uh, they laugh at him. Well, they, they even fucking... they even say it's like it's just one guy. Yeah. Like yeah. W- what's the trouble? And I mean, he, you know, they have a couple times on the phone because they like leave a phone for him in the club on the floor so that they can phone him. Um, and then they drive by and like leer at him and stuff. And then, um, and well, and then there's later on when our, the man, the man with no name pretty much goes and gets his, uh, he gets that, his old phone from out the, of the garbage. Out of the garbage. Yeah. Um, this is like a movie that can only take place in this way at this time because like cell phones are readily available Mm -hmm. but they're also like dumb phones (laughs) like you can't make this with a smartphone it's like i'm just gonna trace you right yeah you get that window of the early sort of technology and stuff but um the, the the scene where he has a fight or he goes to kill like the the o, the o, uh, organ donor guy in the bathroom at the club and then uh, Ram Rowan shows up and they just have like it teases a little bit of the fight that will happen with them um, you know there's some pretty good stuff in there I was thinking of oh bathroom fight scene like uh, oh, totally fallout uh, Mission Impossible fallout it's the first thing I thought of too because yeah. I'm like of course like I have to <laughs> and it wasn't as good but it well, was no, fun it's not as good I mean this, I will say the action um, for the most part at least leading up to the final set piece like it is shot in that super choppy kind of 2000s way where we're not getting like a ton of clear look at the action it's, like we've talked about a lot of times but that's also shot in a way that makes it cheaper and it makes it that you can l- use like lesser talent if you yeah, shoot it yeah up. right like you don't necessarily have to have incredible martial artists to what's, shoot it like this what's the movie we watched where like it starts off with a guy running and jumping out of a building into another building and he jumps into like a bathhouse yeah carter Carter, yeah, that's right. Which was another Korean movie that we watched not too long ago. Um, yeah, that you did not care for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that movie was a little more confusing. But that movie was like not it was nonstop, basically yeah. action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of un- insane sort of but no like, build I think up. This movie shows that like <laughs> it's the opposite of this. Yeah, <laughs> but this movie shows that like nonstop action isn't necessarily the best yeah neither is a slow buildup. no and this this movie is, is a bit too slow now uh, the yeah. night now I the night comes for us yeah <laughs> fuck i need to watch that again perfection i think if this was like an hour and a half an hour 40 instead of two hours it would be i would be a little less um critical critical of like 
because I, I like the idea of like teasing it, teasing it, teasing it, and then just like going off at the end. Yeah. But yeah, I get that. You know, I like edging. <laughs> oh, so you like the new Blink-182 song? No, I can't say that I really do. I did listen to it. Um, oh, you listened to it? I did. Yeah. Right, we watched. We James watched and the a, video. We watched the music video. Ooh. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to just be like a fucking put a gun in your mouth? <laughs> it sucks. It's pretty, pretty bad song. And you're talking to like it speaks a to me gigantic <laughs> Blink One Eighty Two fan. Uh, well, what did we expect, right? I mean, but anyway. Amar, but Tom's back. Some alien shit. That's some, what I was expecting. <laughs> sing about aliens. Sing about aliens. Sing yeah. Aliens. Like, <laughs> sing about how you want to, like, he wants you know that he brought a bunch of alien lyrics to the table and they oh, were like yeah. they were no. like Tom no like jerk Tom. off an alien or something Tom we That's agreed funny. Yeah. we agreed there'd be one alien song on the album <laughs> Tom we you know you always get one you <laughs> always get one first album alien third album aliens exist mm-hmm. but yeah uh, I mean like whatever <laughs> don't listen to the new Blink-182 song guys do not watch the music video <laughs> Oh boy, I'm glad I didn't watch the video. Um, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I think I think it would be it would just pay off a little better if we didn't have to sit through two hours. And there's there's definitely stuff you could lose here. Like I got Tubi to watch. Yes, that's Tubi. We got to fit in. Um, you know, there's some of the stuff with following. He's like starts following the kids because he's figuring out like the way that the drug system works yeah. with them getting these toys that they hand in over at this arcade and blah, blah, all this kind of stuff. I don't, I don't know that you need all that stuff. I think there's probably a more direct way you could have shown some of that. And so, yeah, so I think there's just, there is fat here. You could, you could trim. Yeah. I think you could cut some of that stuff out. I'm sure there's other shit you could cut out too. I mean, I kind of like the cheesiness of the flashback with the wife, the pregnant wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she just gets like annihilated the by the truck. truck. Holy fuck. Yeah. Um, that's a very quick scene. Mm, so, yeah. So that's, that's not necessarily one you have to get rid of. I mean, there's some stuff with like some of the convoluted stuff with like this other drug dealer and him being brought into it. And they have that whole like sort of chase sequence where he's getting away in the car and he's chasing. Yeah. Him. So I, don't, I don't know that you really needed to bring that whole element in with this other drug guy. Like, I think they're just trying to, like, have a sort of more complicated crime story. But, like, it kind of takes away from what's going on with the main thrust of the story, which is just about this guy trying to get this kid back. And we don't necessarily need all that shit, right? Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think you needed any of that shit. Any of the, the stuff with that other crime boss. It was good enough with just the brothers. Yeah. And what was going on with that. For sure. So... I think you could lose all that and like actually tighten it up quite a bit. Yeah, that's true. But you know, once again, uh, Korean film. I liked it. I, I yeah, no, I had a I great think time again, like it. why you know we should watch more of these for sure. Uh, and we have lately we've stepped it up a little in that regard. Um, so like for me, it's a solid pick for sure. I enjoyed it. I didn't know like what I was getting into when we sat down to watch it. Um, and I did like, you know, that when it starts out, you don't know exactly what's going on. We're watching these cops follow this guy and you have to kind of like, it pulls you in like you're interested in seeing where it goes. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, what did you think of the little girl? I thought she was pretty good. I thought she was good. I, I thought she was, her performance was awesome. I know sometimes when it, it comes to kids performances, you know, sometimes it's not 
the greatest. Um, but um, I thought her performance was great. I yeah. Mean, so me. Yeah, I did. I think I thought she was. You know. And I liked their relationship. How old was she? I don't know. Maybe eight, something like that. So this is the thing. I think she's much older because I have children. Mm-hmm. And I, this is a thing that I do find myself. I think she's like 10 or 12. I, she has to be yeah. at least 10. I think she's supposed to be 10, but I, in reality, she's probably closer to like 13, 14. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I, I, I have kids. Kids are never these ways. <laughs> like, the, I, I, how do you feel about this? This like adult child. Uh, well, yeah, this is one. This is a kid who the character has kind of had to do some growing up fast because of the situation they live in, the neighborhood they live in. Have you ever heard of that like um, that trope of like when you talk to a person and you're like, oh wow, you're very mature, right? It's just trauma. Yeah, right. Like yeah. trauma is what they made had to, you. You've, you've aged faster than you you should have. Yeah, like you should <laughs> not be this mature. Right. That's actually a sign that like. Some things went really horribly wrong, and huh. I think I wonder what trauma I had. <laughs> you were not this mature. <laughs> I knew you when you were dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew you, motherfucker. <laughs> I have receipts, uh-huh. bitch. Um, and I think that, like, though, I, I think that if more, I don't know. I mean, I think of it that way. Does anybody else think of it that way? Uh. Well, I don't know if I normally do, but I think that definitely applies for this character. I, I think it, I it would be healthier to go into movies and like think about that when you see a child like that to understand that like the reason they are that way is because of heavy trauma. I mean, it depends on the movie, right? Like sometimes they just want to have a precocious kid because everyone thinks that's really cute. When yeah, but this kid is like, I this mean, kid is dealing with people being straight up like gunned down in front of them, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Even keel. Yeah, I mean, you definitely get the idea that she's gone through a lot of shit. I mean, she even says, like, my mom tells me I wish I was lost and never came home. And, right. you know, the interaction she has with the, that, where the cops stop her and, like, they're questioning her about the right. backpack. Right, there's that parent that, like, keeps hitting her and yeah. stuff. Yeah, like, shit like that. Oh, my the, kid's backpack. And then the child hits her. Yeah, like, she's treated like garbage by everyone right except for the pawn well even the pawn guy in that scene right like she's like oh that's my dad because she's thinking he'll he'll like lie and help get her off out of trouble and instead he like turns around and walks away or whatever uh and the the uh convenience store owner like the bodega yeah he's nice to her he doesn't care that she steals uh, items here and there. Oh, well, I think that actually what he says is like really really important for the movie and for like the character development of um the man and of the Cha. Uh, yeah, and yeah. of the girl, which is he actually explains like she has nothing. Like Yeah, and he says too, like kids have to be allowed to make their make their own mistakes and stuff like that. Yeah, like I think that there's like these little things that now that I'm going back on what I said earlier of like they actually do a good job of of trying to like tell you without telling you like there's more going on here. Yeah, it's the kind of stuff too. Like when you're watching it, you don't necessarily think a lot about some of it uh, until afterwards, right? Like, yeah. uh, it all kind of builds up to something. So, yeah. what are you supposed to believe at the end that she is on the street on her own? Because yeah, he, says, he says like, like you're, you're on your own, you're on your own, and like you can do it, right? He says <laughs> you can do it, and the cops Thumbs are up. like, yeah, yeah, see you later. 
Hit the streets. Hit the bricks, Get kid. Get the fuck out of here. Kick rocks. It's really sad. <laughs> it is sad. It's really sad ending. Because, yeah. like, the mom, you know, oh, we didn't even talk about that. The mom is dead because they fucking cut her up and took all her organs out. Um, we find that scene. Well, that's when we have that car chase scene. They find yeah. her. The, the trunk. trunk opens, and then, you know, Cha sees her in the trunk, and he's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, uh, and then they arrest him thinking, like, oh, he's he's the one who chopped her up or yeah. whatever. But, um, there's that funny scene too, because there's the <laughs> there's that kid who's like the Chinese translator for the right. drug deal. I like that guy. He's just like a university kid or whatever, and uh, they're both being interrogated by that cop. And then we, as another one too, where like they kind of are teasing you constantly, where it's like we didn't actually see him beat up the cop to escape. It's right. like a thing that we like. Oh, we know he's this crazy fighter, but we don't really see it until the end of the movie. Well, yeah, you see it on surveillance tape though. Yeah, later. yeah. And then, like he was out of there in such a short time, and he stole the files and whatever. Um, yeah. And then this kid on the phone, and he's just like, "I just wanted some food." <laughs> <laughs> he's like crying. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. There's lots of fun little things in the movie, despite like all the dark content. Did um, you have a favorite scene? I mean, it's the final fight. The final fight. Yeah, I'd say the final fight scene. That's like the payoff. For I everything. mean, the the like drug basement. Oh yeah, that was good. Is, is pretty good too. But yeah, and he set it up to to blow up the the younger brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love how just mad he's like, "Where's my brother?" The other guy. Yeah, where's, where's my fucking brother? This movie does do that thing though, where it makes me want all like you know that that Christian thing you have of just like there has to be like punishment. Mm-hmm. It does make me want to <laughs> just have that like that like Protestant like I want all these people to yeah, fucking that's the whole burn. purpose I, of the movie. No, no, and I love. That. I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying like I love that. Like mm-hmm. I just want like. All these people there's a reason that, die. that revenge stories, uh, you know, persist. <laughs> that they go on. Um, like I, I, I think I like too much the fact that the brother was dead. Already, yeah. Already, he's like, if you touch one hair of my brother's head, and then he like shoots the nail into his leg, like right when he yeah. says that. Yeah, he's like, ah. I thought that scene was really cool. Um, you know, I love, I, I love torture. <laughs> Uh, I think we can all agree. It, yeah. It's that yeah. Protestant that, thing. What's <laughs> <laughs> what's uh what's uh Sicario? No, not Sicario. What's the George George Clooney uh uh Iraq movie? Oh yeah, uh Syriana? Syriana, yeah. That's like one of the worst torture scenes I can think of. Man, we got Have a you lot seen of Syriana? I I, own I don't it. think it's, so. It's somewhere over it's here. Somewhere, somewhere over it's the horrible. GDs. He gets his like his fingernails it's in your torture pulled. category. He gets his like fingernails pulled out. <laughs> it's in his torture. So he actually his <laughs> he actually like got injured in that scene. He he's like, tied to a metal chair and he falls. He falls. I think story goes and he hurt his back and he actually like contact like was gonna kill himself in real life because his pain was so bad for years. Oh wow. And then, like he eventually, like something happened, he got over it. But like, so you're saying that was a better torture scene than <laughs> than this one? Which one did it for you more? I yeah. came both times. So <laughs> does it really matter? I mean, where is it on your torture? Is it list? about the journey? Or right is underneath it about the taxi to the dark like, side, like or? taken? Oh, where taxi he, to the like, dark side is like, where is this guy? Where he electrocutes the guy with the nails in his. 
<laughs> legs. Actually, it goes back to Zero uh, Dark it's, Thirty no, it's, it's torture. Mel, it's, no, no, it's actually Mel Gibson getting shocked in Lethal Weapon. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. It goes, that's where it started. Yeah, Pretty yeah. Nice. Or possibly Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash. That's <laughs> a great... In the prison? The shark pit or whatever. <laughs> that's a great torture scene. Yeah. There's a lot of good ones. I'm so. right there with you. <laughs> I know. James, James is a sick freak. Uh, well, let's talk about that final action set piece. Um, yeah, he, he comes there. He's he's like, he's like, where's my fucking brother? Yeah. And he's just like, you can have him once you turn over the girl. And he's like, rolls him. He's like, here. And he does like yeah. this, like, he's going to be a, a pitcher. And he like rolls, like bowls the fucking canister over to him with the eyes in it. Which is usually what pitchers do. They like to bowl the ball down. <laughs> well, he acted like he was going to do like <laughs> they a do pitch. It, they do it so hard. They bowl it so hard. It hits this like special <laughs> ramp. got to roll that Just ball. like excite bike. And it just goes straight up. Oh, man. I would actually watch that. If that was the way that baseball was played. Um, I want it to be slower, and I want the ball to not fly through the air. I would like it to roll upon the ground. Do something more interesting Some loop-de-loops. I want the the ball to roll as God intended. Hot wheels, like ramps and stuff. sick fuck. (laughs) You would not watch that. Give me a break. (laughs) Let's be serious. tell me what I'd watch. Let's be serious here. Let's be serious, Dustin. What sport would you watch other than... American football. I watch the fine sport of professional wrestling. American Ninja Warrior. Oh God! I feel like you would love that show, Dustin. I, I've se- I have seen it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really love reruns it. Reruns of Gladiators. Fuck yeah! American Gladiators. American yeah. Gladiators. No, that's the original. <laughs> I love uh, that yeah. show. Fucking Laser and Blazer and <laughs> all those guys. <laughs> Razor. Um. <laughs> and Gator. Gator. <laughs> Razor, Blazer, and Gator. Uh, I mean, yeah, he slices, he dices, you know? Yeah, there's some good shit in there with knives, like, slashing the guy's wrist open and stuff. Like, when he's, you know, he's got them in different holds and, like, spinning them around. And some there's some brutal shit in that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love people getting killed. Absolutely. Hell yeah. I think it might be. Yes. My, it might be. <laughs> I think it might be my favorite part of most movies <laughs> is people just being straight up killed in a cool ways. Well, like, especially this where you you've been wa- waiting to see these people get their fucking. Well, you come fucking up edge so long, right, Dustin? Exactly. And it's finally it's the slaughter begins. <laughs> finally. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know where we're going. I think you broke me. You broke John. <laughs> he starts. He starts out just shooting people. Just fucking pulls out his gun and just starts shooting guys. The you know the brother is a pussy, so he runs to like the back door. Um, but I love that the the right hand man waits for him to be done with everybody, and then it's like, okay, now we're gonna have our yeah. But then he shoots him, does he not? No, he, they shoot each other kind of like before and during then he the puts his initial gun down? part. Yeah, then he puts his gun down. He shoots the eyeball container. Oh, right. that's how it kicks off. He's like, "Let's fucking do this," and they both have a knife. Uh, and this is a good knife fight. Yeah, yeah. I, I think knife fights are kind of a they're kind of a lost art, guys. Um, not a lot of knife fights these days, though. Yeah, you know uh, what I loved in this knife fight? Sorry, uh, is. When the serrated <laughs> was it the serrated blade? Was when I don't know if there was one. 
when they're like moving the knife around, but they're not actually like hitting each other, but mm-hmm. you get that knife yeah, the sound. sound. Yeah, yeah. And I think, it, so and I'm like just like, it, and I was thinking about it in the moment. I'm like, it's amazing that this sound exists in movies, even though that's not really what would happen. <laughs> right. But somehow we've been trained to believe that's how a knife fight would sound. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> Thank like a, you, it's Hollywood. It's like a barroom brawl where there's like these big punching sounds, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, um, so, sorry, based on the, 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 the knife fights and all that kind of stuff, you should listen to a podcast called 20,000 Hertz, which is all about sound and how oh, yeah. it works in everything. Sound design. But it also talks about sound design in movies. That's and cool. they talk about Foley a lot. And it's really, really fucking interesting. It's really interesting. It's so fucking interesting. Um, and that reminds me of like, I'm listening to you, uh, you know, how I go to sleep. I'm listening to this like fucking radio drama. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear this voice. I'm like, oh, who the fuck? It's Brian Cox. The actor? Yeah. So it turns out I look it up and it's actually like something that's pretty recent. Right. And I realize what's the difference between like these modern radio dramas that I, I don't find as good and these older ones and the older ones have so much Foley oh yeah for sure so much Foley and orchestra that's just always there yeah and it's just like there's never a like there's never a silence like in those things yeah but like when it comes to like the knife sounds they're so sick yeah and you realize like how important those like fling, like yeah, you gotta have those little sounds like and they it, signal to the audience like what's going on, right? And yeah. like even like it's just like subconsciously is like, oh yeah, this is completely not real, but my brain has been so mm-hmm, trained mm-hmm. to be like, this is how it works. Oh shit, <laughs> someone pulled the knife off camera, right? Because you hear that sound, like the swing. Yeah. yeah, and it totally does like enhance everything. It totally does. If you have like that it's fucking per- genius, because you can have that. Per- like, there's like a lot of knife sounds, but if you have that perfect knife sound at the perfect time, it's like I'm. <laughs> so in right now. I know you know what I'm talking There's about. There's some good I, ones too when they like they are right up against each other and like you the knives are like scratching each other or right. whatever, like they're pressed against yeah. each other. Shit like that. But yeah. Yeah. Um and then the way that he fucking kills the guy at the end, like with he, he gets the knife into him, he gets a couple good stabs in on him, and then he's put one in and then the guy comes up with his curved blade and he like stops him by biting his hand so that he can't like stab with it and then he like that then he's able to like finish the guy off with I don't know I thought that was pretty sweet there's always that thing though I think in a, in a lot of films where the often it's the main character if it's you know if it's done in a good way it's the main character if it's done in a, a sneaky underhanded dirty way it's like the bad guy mm-hmm. when it involves like actually biting right right Right, the when, he, only the heel would bite somebody. Yeah, except for when the good guy does it. <laughs> yeah, and you're you like, know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not. He's got to do what he's got to do. Yeah. It's it's all about like the sound of the music that's swelling behind it. Mm-hmm. So if it's menacing, like you shouldn't have bit that guy. But if like, it's like this is his last chance, like uh, chomp. Mm-hmm. But like I've never really 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 thought about the fact that like bites are so subjective in films. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess, you know, it's usually seen as something underhanded or like if, you know, like if you do it, go for a nut shot or something like yeah. that. But if like our main character is dying. Yeah. He, if he's going to stop himself from being killed by doing it, it's like, oh, now it just seems now it, comes, it comes off as crafty. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was smart. Oh, that yeah. Smart of him. Way to go. 
Uh, and then James. he, of course, has to deal with the final brother who's trying to drive away, shoots out his tires, he crashes into the car. This is very, very Asian cinema. Oh, yeah. When the, he has to shoot the bulletproof. The yeah, bullet. The, in the exact same spot, yeah. like over and over. That is like so Asian cinema. Like, and he's like, I've got one bullet left. The fact that John Woo did not do that is insane. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Like, he's like, he's shooting it like over and over in just the exact same spot until he fucking gets a hole through it. And then his last bullet like blows the guy's brains out. Uh, I, I did think that was really cool that he like was like just constantly like, in that one spot and mm-hmm. just being like, I got one bullet left. <laughs> I didn't like that he said that. I don't think he should have. I think it should have just been like, they should have just shown both of their faces and it should have been an understanding. No, you should have said, mm-hmm. now you're probably thinking. <laughs> did, he, did, did he fire 16 did he bullets fire or 15? All, all of his bullets or not? Well, I got one question for you. Do you feel lucky? This is a great. It would have been fucking out of nowhere. <laughs> I would have been like, hell yeah, what? <laughs> and then he's going to, he goes and he reloads his gun and he's about to blow his own brains out. And then he hears the kid. That's why I don't understand why he's not with the kid. Well, yeah. So I didn't I, like when the cops show up and arrest him. I was like, oh, shit. I thought they were going to go on the lamb together or something. So I, in that sense, it's like a little bit of a disappointing resolution because there is no sequel to this movie. It's because it's not North American. Yeah. No, it's a different sensibility, right? Yeah. I it's, don't understand. It's a sadder ending. But I don't understand. Reality. Yeah. The sadder ending is he kills himself in front of her. Well, that's a brutally sad. <laughs> that's maybe too much. That's what I would have done. Um, really? At least they get to have their moment. They reunite. <laughs> She's, you know, there's te- a lot of tears between both of them. Um, he takes her to the store for the old, that the old man runs. And yeah. He, gets her some stuff i i'm like in the sequel where you know <laughs> she's they, got one eye <laughs> she's got one eye and her name's one eye mary <laughs> now they're like now they're on the run because um the dad of the brothers <laughs> oh. right is after them and now he's got to take on the dad and then other brothers and oh, you know wow. getting into a whole I like it. All right, I so like it. I think that it takes our, place on yachts. So our new, our new <laughs> pod place on yachts. <laughs> See now that's the best part of it. Here's the thing: we could have a new podcast that we only do on Patreon, which is if you like that, you're gonna <laughs> love this. Which is we just take the last movie we watched, oh rewrites, and we just do rewrites on it, copyright. I just made all that up. I mean, honestly, rewrites are already a big part of our show. I think the name is perfect, though. <laughs> if you like that. You're going to love this. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> Copyright. Copyright. You said it, so that means you can't take it. it. You I can't also, steal it. I wrote, this on an, I wrote this on paper, and I sent it in a... a, a, a we had a handshake a, deal. I wrote it in a, a letter to myself, and I put it in the mail. Uh... Uh, anything we missed? Anything we didn't talk about? Uh, I don't think so. I think we've covered it all. Let's do our ratings. Yeah, let's do some ratings. We got a game. No, I don't. All right, I'm going to go first. <clears throat> uh, my reaction, seven. Overall, 6.4. Uh, my reaction's a seven as well, although I have a 7.2. I gave eight to quotes and tropes because I thought the tropes, like like we talked about, their stuff we've seen a lot, but it was effective for me. I thought it was uh, thought it was well done. 
I'm going with a 7 and a 6.2. This could easily change and go way up. It's just, you know, you do, you, you, mm-hmm. you rate what you rate on that day. <laughs> there it is. So overall 6.6, which means we have a tie. We're in top 100. Yep. We got a tie. We got a, a tie, number folks. 80 with Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Also an Andy pick. And Deliver Us from Evil. Oh, wow. What the fuck? That's <laughs> so weird. Yeah, that is weird. Which one's Deliver Us from Evil? It was the other uh, South Korean movie we did that Sam uh, requested on Patreon. So this is three Patreon picks all clumped together. I can't even remember this movie. Uh, this is an, this was another Korean action movie. Um, it had the crazy hit hitman guy with the neck tattoos. Um, you don't remember? You, you remember? Don't re- yeah, I remember. I do. I, we've watched like three hundred <laughs> movies for this podcast. It's very white of you, John. <laughs> Just sure you don't remember the Korean movies. I get it. <laughs> you know, it tells me a lot about you. Okay. It's going to make it hard to rank if you don't remember the other movie. Uh, I, th- I, I think I remember that we we actually all liked Deliver Us From Evil quite a bit uh, yeah. when we talked about it. Yeah. Uh, I, I would it. probably give it the edge over this movie, just yeah. slightly. Yeah, I would put it behind It had more action two. in it. Um, yeah, you'd put it behind both. Yeah, It's just a little too long for me. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um I just can't remember right now. Sorry. Well, I guess gonna, then it, it just gonna, goes behind the other two. Yeah, I'm just going to back you guys on this one. Uh, it was my idea originally. <laughs> That's the way the newspapers will remember it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember this movie. Guy looking <laughs> sick as fuck. Uh, yeah, I like it more. <laughs> All right, so new number what? 82. 82. <clears throat> Top 100. Right yeah. in front of... Yeah, right uh, 1997's Drive. Ooh, man, that's a good movie. And two in front of Bloodsport. <laughs> so. Oh, poor Jean Claude. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it. So thank you for listening. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at Action Action Podcast. Um, you know, just tell Dustin what you think, you know, <laughs> about how shitty we are. Or- how happy you are, what we should watch, what, whatever. Tubi suggestions. I'm up for Tubi suggestions. Maybe John should leave the podcast and never come back. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Hit us up with the Tubi should suggestions. Should we finally rid ourselves Make of John? John watch Avatar 2. I heard a little bird told me. So John can go out, but he has to watch Avatar 2 first. <laughs> oh, so that's, that's his farewell. So you have to, well, no. It's like you have to get jumped in and jumped out of a gang. <laughs> Right. So that's my mm. getting jumped out. Yeah. A little birdie told me uh-huh. that they really enjoyed the episode that didn't involve me. Oh, really? And that uh, mm-hmm. you two had a good rapport. I mean, we have a real thing going on, <laughs> Dustin and I. I mean, I don't want to talk about it right now, but... <laughs> we'll talk about it privately. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can check us out on Instagram. Um you can also find us on Letterbox. That's where our list is. Uh, I don't know what our list is up to now, but a lot, a fuck of a lot. Uh, let me 230? see. Two hundred thirty. It's like no, it's two hundred and ten movies on the list. Well, we've done two hundred and th- we've done more, but we, not, we've not done all, more. Not yeah, all of okay. them have gone on the list. Um, yeah, so you can check us out on Letterbox. That's at 
action action i think um and become a patreon you know make us pick a movie there's uh some bonus material on there you get the the episode early and that's an action action podcast plus the more people who join the patreon the more we can do you get the episode that's early true. less james forgets to edit yeah less <laughs> I, yeah a fucking idiot forgot that we had one in the bank oh boy <laughs> patreon bank. guys that's what doesn't that's what doesn't cause listening to himself the spank bank he calls himself yeah he calls listening to the podcast the spank bank because he's Oh, loves, yeah. He loves his dulcet hits, tones. You hit certain moments, yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> really? Dustin. Really? You're disgusting. Oh, I thought you guys knew what Can what we make up. money doing this? <laughs> OnlyFans. Only action, fans. action, OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ryan has been saying we need to get our only. Well, Dustin's OnlyFans. Right. That's what he's looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, they're looking for a fucking, fucking bear. Oh, hell yeah. It's a giant bear. Just hmm. cuddle you up. I'm more of an otter with with his bedazzled <laughs> jeans, his fucking jeep, his fuck yeah, with the tarp off. But yeah, you guys don't like AMSR his, yourself. His true religion <laughs> jeans. <laughs> uh, you know what? We'll catch you next week. All right, Peace. bye.